Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy, and host of this podcast, Dream Business Radio, and which is in its ninth year, by the way. I know I, I always say I'm stymied with that. It's like when I started this, I thought I was really late to the game in 2011 or so when I started. Now it's like there's millions and millions of podcasts, but I think in nine years, I've only missed uh, two or three weeks, so not too shabby. Anyway, welcome to another fantastic live interview. My my friend uh, Megan here is going to be my great guest today. We, we're just laughing about how the sausage is made because I was literally running like a, a, a Tasmanian devil. I had to stick my antenna up above my boat so I could get a signal. <laughs> so anyway, we're having a good time. So Megan Myers, let me um, collect my thoughts here. Megan Myers, very impressive track record of achievement and creating success. And, you know, I'm not going to ask her her age, but she's far younger than I am. And um, <laughs> so let me give her a proper um, a proper introduction from from NFL cheerleader to successful dance studio owner to an online business expert. Megan is also a busy mother of two, and she really, truly figured out how to have it all. I'm sure some days don't feel like that, but you're, you're going to be very inspired and impressed with the story. So 20 years ago, Megan turned her passion for dance into a thriving local dance studio in Napa, California. And then when motherhood became her highest priority, she didn't want to work the 60 to 80 or 90 hours most small business owners like us work, right? So she put her entrepreneurial instincts to work and she created a wildly successful online business called the Princess Ballerina's Studio Membership Program. And today she mentors and coaches and shares her Princess Ballerina programs, lesson plans, everything that goes into running a successful dance studio with over, listen to this, 2,000 dance studios worldwide, all while working part time from the comfort of her own home. Megan is passionate about helping other women. And today uh, I'm going to share a little bit how we started working together, creating this whole new program called Shine Online by teaching women how to turn their passion, skills, experience into simple digital products so that they too can live their life, the life of their dreams, wherever that is. Megan, as I said, has created the Shine Online Network. It's a one-of-a-kind national network that empowers women to start and grow their first online business. She is the author of the soon-to-be-released, I know it's soon-to-be-released because it's one of the things we're working on together. The book will be called, take a guess, Shine Online. And she's also the host of the Shine Online podcast. I think you're seeing a, a theme here, like dream business. So in full disclosure, Megan, as I've mentioned, is a member of my Dream Business Mastermind. She's one of my VIP coaching members, one of my favorite calls every week. Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I, I was so excited to have you on. I, I really wanted to interview you about three months ago, but I said, let's get about six months <laughs> under our happened. belt. 
I know in six months, I, we, I was, I was shocked because you started telling me some of the stuff, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, one, one quick housekeeping before we dive in and, and, and you can be impressed and inspired by Megan's story. All my books are still available. And I don't mean still, they're always going to be available for free in digital format, including, uh, decide and the others at Amazon. You can just go to Amazon, um, Click on my author page. You'll see them all there. Download them. If you're into Nook books, you can go to barnesandnoble.com or you can download them from the iBook store. That is part of that's not a promotion. It's part of my legacy building program. And um, so anyway, that's pretty cool. As I'm doing this, as I'm doing this interview live, which will be rebroadcast through the regular audio podcast, it is February 23rd. So Stephanie and I are here for another five weeks in the Florida Keys. If you're well, time's starting to run out, but if you want to visit and do a half-day or full-day consult, go to getjimpalmer.com. Anyway, let's get right to my special guest. Megan, you truly are an expert at building online businesses, but I want to start off this interview, like I do most of my podcast interviews, ask you a little bit about your backstory. Why dance? How you got into dance? Why it's such a passion of yours? And, and how, what led you to a brick-and-mortar studio? Sure. Um, dance totally changed my life when I was a teenager, freshman in high school. Um, I was, believe it or not, I have no problem speaking now, but I was painfully shy as a child. I mean, really, I had like my family and maybe a best friend or two. Other than that, I did not open my mouth in public. I just was really literally uncomfortable in, in my own skin all the time. And it wasn't still until I started dancing my freshman year of high school, I tried out for the dance team had a great coach, but just the coach, the experience, the team, learning to dance, totally gave me confidence, totally put me in my element. And I just blossomed into a new person. I started getting straight A's. I started, I became, you know, getting involved in student government and running rallies and school dances and just dance truly changed my life. Um, and so that I was the, that was the catalyst to basically lacking self-confidence, right? A lot of parents put their kids in karate or, but dance was your thing that brought you out of your show. Yeah, right? and I, I was attracted. I wasn't like, I have low self-esteem. I need to dance. It was, you know, it was just, I saw the other girl, you know, the cheerleaders in their cute little uniforms walking around school my freshman year. I said, I want, those girls are, look like fun. And that looks like fun. And look at those cute outfits. I want to do that. <laughs> and so I tried out and made the team and the rest is history, but the experience of doing that. So I was just drawn to it from the fun. And I didn't realize the life-changing benefits of it. Of course, I had a wonderful coach who really taught me a lot of just life skills, success skills at a very foundational level. Um, so I really needed that whole experience. But so I just developed this passion for it. And then right after high school, it was my best friend's older sister. She was running an after-school program for at-risk kids, and she was running the girls' program. She said, they really want to learn how to dance. Will you come in and teach them how to dance? I was, you know, 18, fresh out of high school. And I said, I don't, I'm not a teacher. I don't know how to teach anybody. So just, you know, bring your boom box. This is, you know, 2001, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Bring One your boom box. Boom, and Giant boom boxes. Exactly. <laughs> and just dance with them for, you know, half hour. They're going to love it. Like, you can't go wrong. So I came in. It was so much fun. We had so much fun. Um, quick story of it is a local studio ended up closing. Somehow those parents got word of my free classes going on. They started bringing their kids to me and I sort of like, well, you guys aren't at risk youth. I'm going to charge you people. Um, and so I started charging money for those lessons and basically found myself making money teaching dance, which is the essence of a dance studio and the nonprofit right. that I was teaching and said, Hey lady, you're kind of running a business here. Um, they want to start charging me rent. 
which spurred the idea of, well, perhaps I should look um, for another place. You know, let's, if I'm going to be paying rent, maybe I could look for a better location that I should add that this was on the um, Napa State Hospital property. I was teaching these dance lessons. It, so it was not an ideal location mm. to teaching dance. Gotcha. Um, that's another story. But anyway, so that's how I started teaching dance and opened a dance studio. It sort of fell into my lap like all things do. Like well, and, and somewhere in there, and it's funny, I, I just learned this recently, you became an NFL cheerleader. Where did, where did that fit in? You're, you're uh, so becoming a dance studio. A, five years into owning my studio, actually. So I was 21 when I did that. So I 18, 19, 20, 20, yeah, four, four years into owning my studio, I sort of missed dancing myself. I thought, mm -hmm. hey, I'm only 21. Uh, it's not, you know, I don't have to so be retired from the dancing aspect myself. Teaching was fun, but I missed the performance aspect. Um, and so a friend of mine and I decided, hey, let's go audition for the Oakland Raiders. We're in the Bay Area, so we've got the 49ers here. We've got the Oakland Raiders here. Um, and we auditioned for the Oakland Raiders. And lo and behold, made the squad. And it was a great experience. I did that for two seasons. Wow, that's crazy cool. Yeah, I mean, th that's like the big time. So then after you're done with the cheerleading, is that when you um, started getting a, a different location? Like you're not on the hospital property, but you opened your official brick and mortar dance studio? No, that was long before. So I was four years into running my studio. I When I first opened my studio, I was actually committing commuting to UC Berkeley about an hour away to get my degree in business. So I already had my business degree. I already had my studio. It was, well, I was four years into it. I had employees at that point, but I just happened to start so young. I mean, I opened my studio when I was 18. So, you know, wow. at the ripe old age of 21, I had employees, I had my studio and I just missed the performance aspect. Um, so anyway, did you, that. I'm curious, were, were your parents or grandparents, any entrepreneurial, um, inspirations in your family or are you like a first generation entrepreneur in your family my grandmother actually for the most part i come from a long line of good traditional employees i would not mm -hmm. say i come from true entrepreneurial roots but my grandmother actually you know in raising five children in the 50s she started a bag business she makes uh, duffel bags and backpacks and she was doing this out of her home and she would sell them. She got the idea, I'm gonna to go to this college and I'm gonna slap the college logo on it. And I'm gonna to go to this um, you know, business association, I'll put their logo on it. And so she basically started a bag business that she put all five, all five of her children through college, running her home-based business in the 50s and the 60s, which was very untraditional for the times. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have that. And my grandmother to this day is still around and still doing fabulous things and has always inspired me and always has been one of my biggest supporters. Yes. Wow. So um, you really grew and so much I want to cover. So I don't want to cut it too, too short, but um, some, so you really grew a very successful brick and mortar, small town business, a dance studio. And then, um, then your husband and you decided to start a family and the, 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 the mother heartstrings, or if you want to call it that, you really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So you said, I need to find a way to still make money, but be a stay-at-home mom. Right. Yes. So at the point of when we had my son, um, we, my husband and I were both running the studio. We both worked in the studio full-time. Um, and so it wasn't, you know, that was our family business. And so but it was, you know, I wanted to, so, you know, I could not, even though I had employees, even though I'm the queen of systems, 
-hmm. I could not fully escape that brick and mortar world. No matter, I could not systematize myself out of it. I had a front desk manager. I had a staff of 10 employees. You know, my husband was on the maintenance front doing all of that stuff. It still was taking up my entire life. I mean, we didn't take a vacation for 10 years, just brick and mortar. Oh, wow. Nonstop. You know, it's just the emergencies never stop. The fires never stop being put out. So I wanted to find a way to simplify. And so the idea of I actually had hired a coach to help me. I thought I would just take my Princess Ballerina's program. And I thought I would be opening multiple locations because it was my most systematized program curriculum. Um, it was bringing in the most profit. It was the, the best customers that were just the easiest to deal with. The three to five year old girl market in the dance studio world is just the most, you know, prolific. So that I just want to make sure, I want to make sure our listeners catch this. And I know cause your story, but you had different programs. Like, I think there were like, I don't know, toddlers, whatever. Then there was the mid range three to fives. And then you had older programs, but you called that most popular program princess ballerinas, right? Yes. So okay. we, we were a, a typical dance studio teaches dance to all ages. I was a, a run of the mill dance studio in that regard, you know, little kids all the way up through adults. Um, but this program I had created called Princess Ballerina, as you're right, it was for three, four and five year olds. I had at this point, I was maybe 10 to 12 years into owning my studio. I had already figured out that this was like the most lucrative market of the dance studio industry. So I wanted to create this program that was really mm. built to you know, it was that foundational program that would just bring in lots of students and then at the base of our studio. And then of course, you know, the, the, the value ladder of a dance studio is they join the dance teams over time. They don't start with one class. They add hip hop, jazz, tap, you know, and they take multiple classes and fall in love with dance. That's how the dance studio business works. So this was the program that I created to be very marketable. It's theme based, created all these great marketing campaigns. It's very visual. The name Princess Ballerinas. Um, we had all these, I sort of productized the experience where it's not just a dance class, but they get, there's award certificates, there's coloring pages, everything goes around a theme, theme based music, theme based props. It's just, it's an experience. Um, and so it was created as a marketing tool for my studio. It was very successful and it was highly developed. And so I thought, oh, let me hire a consultant. I'll just get rid of everything else. I'll just do Princess Ballerinas and I will just open a few different locations around here. I thought that was the only way. I was just stuck in brick and mortar thinking. That's small business mindset. How do you do it? Y'all just open up other locations, right? Right. And on our very first call, she said, well, why don't you just package it up and share it with other dance studio owners? And it was like, mm. Yes. Light bulb. <laughs> yes. Why don't I do that? Um, and, it, and, and so I did. And a year later, I sold my studio. And how awesome is that? And so, first of all, that speaks to working with a coach and, you know, things like that. But um, it also speaks to the, uh, I don't know if it's the 80-20 rule, but that's what's at play. So you have different, we'll call them revenue streams within your dance studio with the different age groups, right? But you said this one here is the most lucrative. The other thing you were doing, and I think you were doing it out of instinct and marketing, but what, what you were really doing, you were figuring out a retention-based model, which also generated referrals. You made it fun. You had recognition. You had awards. You brought the family members. So it was more than just dropping you know, the, the little girls off a dance class. It was like this whole thing. This Princess Ballerinas became a thing, which yeah. I think is really cool. Yes. Exactly. It was designed to be. So I should say it was 10, 12 years into my brick and mortar business. I had been obsessed with marketing this whole time. So this wasn't an accident. I had been, I had, you know, degree in business, 
but then also have been studying marketing every chance I could get for these 10 or 12 years up to this point. So I went back to the drawing board and purposefully poured all that into creating the Princess Ballerina experience. So this is not um, an accident. Yeah, so this this person here who just said hi, Jeff Herring, he's a fellow member of our Dream Business Mastermind. Jeff is a content marketer, so I'm sure he's digging this because you, what you've really done with all the lessons plan lesson plans and all the different things you created to run your studio, you kind of box them up and started repurposing them and sharing that. Well, we use the word share, but for a monthly fee, right? right. Um, so in relatively short order, you built an online business that was actually bringing in more money than your brick and mortar business. Yes. I mean, overnight, literally from launching pretty much. That being said, I, I did work with a coach um, during that process to prepare it. Uh, you know, so there was a good 10 months of designing, you know, packaging up from taking it from what I'm doing in my brick and mortar studio to then how can this best be shared in a digital format? And it's, it's a subscription model. So I send a monthly lesson plan. Like I said, it's based around a themed experience. So every month my members get the fairy tale theme one month and then we'll get winter wonderland the next month. So there's a bunch of themes, but that really developed out of my need to launch quickly. So mm -hmm. in this time I'm working for a coach, I now know, okay, yes, I want to package this up. I want to share it with other studio owners. This ticks off all the boxes of what I'm looking for personally, if I could, simplify my business in terms of no more overhead, no more inventory, no more employees, no more, you know, all of no more commuting, things, no more <laughs> everything. Right. Um, and also achieve that scale. The entrepreneur in me loves that opportunity that's available that, you know, to have a limitless income potential, reach potential, impact potential. I mean, that was mm. just so exciting for me. But then it was like, oh, it's going to take me forever to package up. This is a three-year curriculum, three, four, five. You're old, you know, that's what it's teaching. It's going to take me a couple of years to package this whole thing up. Then it dawned on me, what if I do the subscription? I really mm -hmm. only had my, I launched in October 2015, and I only had my October lesson plan kit repackaged for, you know, worldwide sharing to launch. And I ran a Facebook ad where I shared a free sample. Um, I got is insanely low lead cost, which I've never been able to duplicate again. But at the time it was fabulous. I had 1400, I spent $500 and I got 1400 studio owners to download a free sample. Oh my, of my gosh. All from a Facebook ad. Yes. My first one ever. Because, you know, it's one of the things that people who are getting started in the information marketing business, which is pretty much what this is right. uh, and, and the membership model, they're like, I don't have a list. Where do I start? Well, you didn't have a list either. I mean, you knew these dance studios are out there, but so you just went to Facebook ads. Um, yes. I heart Facebook ads. Yes. They're the mm -hmm. best. Um, and I'm still doing this exact thing to, with my clients to this day. I mean, that's what I love about it. Any small town, local, I was a local dance studio owner. I was not, no big credentials, not known to the industry, a nobody. And I took my product, which was working well for me, something that I had poured my heart and soul in, ran a simple Facebook ad, very, not showing up as a big flashy expert, even just showing up as a peer and said, you know, this is, I have this Halloween theme lesson plan, dance teachers, go ahead and download a free copy. They did. 1,400 of them did. Um, I actually turned off my ad because I just sort of freaking out. Like, that was so much to me. I thought, what am I even doing with these? And I turned off my ad, which, you know, now I'm like, what an idiot. Um, you run that thing. You run that thing to the ground. 
anyway, so I took those 1400 people on my list and I emailed them and I said, I honestly wanted their feedback. Again, I was a small town, local dance studio in Napa, California, mm. had no idea if my ideas had any value in the greater marketplace, no clue. Honestly, humbly went to them and said, you know, what did you think of this? And the response was fantastic. They wrote me back and said, this is great. I love it. So cute. So fun. Um, this has saved me so much less than planning time. And so then I said, well, I'm going to be, I can send you one of these every single month with a new theme, new lesson plan, new playlist, new coloring, um, pages for your students, an award certificate that you can do at the end of every theme. And I was charging $47 a month and I had 150 studios join oh, those first at launch. And I was making more doing that, sending out one set of PDF files to this list of studio owners that I was making running my studio after 15 years with 10 employees, um, you know, paying $7,000 a month in overhead costs, just all the stuff running the brick and mortar and instantly was, had doubled my personal income, uh, doing this online business. That's amazing. Um, so doggone, we got about nine or 10 minutes and I, I have so much to ask you. And I don't, I, so I, I can't delve into the, uh, the world of Facebook ads, but I'm just curious. In do you remember, you said it was your first ad that you've ever placed. I mean, do you remember what the, either the headline or the picture was? How did you get such a big response? I mean, Facebook ads have changed a lot, got a lot harder to do, but do you remember why you had such luck? Was it beginner's mm -hmm. luck or did you have a great headline, a great picture? Uh, I think Oh, well, to, to be, to tell you the truth, I honestly do the exact same thing with my clients now. It hasn't changed. Okay. I know there's a lot of talk and the, the, so changed and things, you know, but honestly, I do the exact same thing for my clients now. So what I do think uh, is a works for me and my clients is number one, it's, it's that very niche market. So dance studio owners are one of those markets that nobody talks to. There's not a lot of products out there for them. There's not a lot of information products for them. No one's running ads to dance studio owners. So when something like this shows up in their feed, it stands out um, and it's very, you know, I have that authenticity. I am a real dance studio owner with a real product that resonates with them. And so that's why my clients now, I really love taking other business owners and I love the niche markets because it's the same thing. So I, I have a swim school owner. It's the same, same sort of idea. It's just, you know, you talk their, you speak their language and you're providing something that's very, very specific for them. And so that Facebook ad, and again, I love Facebook ads um, because of that amazing targeting that I could put wow. my ad directly in front of dance teachers and dance studio owners and nobody else. Because so, so, when, so when people want to get into the membership business, um, you know, information marketing, whatever, and they say, I got no list, there's no reason, there's no excuse. You can yeah. literally run what's this better shape up <laughs> better shape up that's so funny oh I, I think i just got that jim vaughn good good friend down in florida electrifying i think he was going off for danny zuko there <laughs> anyway <laughs> so megan you reached out to me um uh last year i think it was what june or july something july. like that yep. um and i signed up I, on my birthday it was my 38th birthday present to myself oh is that right well yeah, i'm so honored i know Wow. I do remember that now, the initial email. Um, so since that time, so it's been, um, well, uh, what, eight months or so, I guess. N not good at math real quick on the spot, but somewhere around eight months, um, you became a, in my Dream Business Mastermind. You're one of my VIP Elite coaching pro, um, clients. We're working on your book now. 
Um, you're, you've launched, or I know you've recorded a few podcasts, which is going to be another way that you're going to attract more people. And then literally, I think it was November, we started talking about, you had this idea for the Shine Online community. Um, I'll, I'll give the really brief introduction, then you can expand a little bit. But you said, Jim, um, a lady in my community asked me, she knows I work at home, but didn't know what, you know, I run an online business, that that secretive online business, which is code for whatever, right? Um, and she said, I think I can help her start a business. And that's kind of where the, the genesis of the Shine Online community started. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's funny since I've had my online business, I'm in year seven now with my princess ballerina's business. I've really always had people in, you know, I felt the real world, you know, I take my child to school, you know, you, there's the online business world, the online internet marketing world. And we all are familiar with this, but there's this whole world of real people going to real jobs and taking their kids to real school. <laughs> so they, they've all known, you know, people in my personal life that I do this and that my husband and I basically live like retirees and we're always able to volunteer at school. And, you know, it's just these things that people who have real jobs at, you know, in their late thirties can't do. Right. And so I've always had people ask me and I've always just sort of been like, Oh no, 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 I don't, I don't teach this. Like I just do it, but not thinking mm -hmm. I had any larger skill set to, to teach. And uh, it's actually one of my, someone I know has asked me multiple times, and I've always said, oh, no, I don't do that. I don't coach. I don't teach people how to do this. Because in my mind, I was thinking, I can't teach you 20 years of copywriting, graphic design, yeah. sales strategy. I, I can't I can't coach that for you and get the same result. So it wasn't until this woman had, she literally has asked me multiple times. She texted me again in November. And I th said, okay, I'm going to just get on the phone with her because she's just like repeatedly asking me to help her. You're such an inspiration. She's pregnant with her first child. Please, will you just help me? You know, I would just love to pick your brain, you know. Take your brain. Mm -hmm. So I get on the phone with her, just like, fine, I'm just at least get on the phone with her. Um, and she tells me what she's wanting to do. And I can just, and I'm in my mind, like, yes, I, I know exactly what she wants to do and I know how she needs to do it. And we connected and all of a sudden this mind storm. And I said, okay, I'm not going to coach you, but I'm just going to build the thing for you. And mm. I threw out a price, biggest price I've ever charged for anything ever, ever. I come from the world of $57, $47. You know, I'm recurring revenue gal over here. So just throw out a big old, you know, five digit number. But I said, I'll build it for you. I'm not going to teach you how to copyright. I'm not going to teach you graphic, graphic design. I can't teach you marketing strategy. I've been obsessing over this stuff for 20 years now. I can't even begin to coach you on this. So, but I'll do it for you. And so of course she was like, let's do it. And she signed Where up. Where do I sign? Card handed over the credit card. And then I think I got on the call with you, you know, our next coaching call. And I said, I, this is what I'm doing now. I, and <laughs> I would definitely have, you know, and now you've helped me firm everything up and turn it into a business. So it's trying online, the, the book, the podcast, the coaching, and now, a, you know, a group program, all of the things. Well, it's so interesting because when you and I first talked, you know, kind of before you became a, a coaching client, I said, have you ever considered like a high-end coaching program? I mean, you got the whole $47 a month thing locked in, which by the way, you're, you're offering that as Shine Online also. So it's more, it's not the dance studio, but it's, it's how to build an online business. So people that want to go slow and at their own pace, they can do that. But right. I said, have you ever considered working at this very high level? Like you are with me at this very high level. He goes, I just don't see myself as a coach, which by the way, most of my clients that I've ever worked with say that you can't, and myself included. I mean, somebody had to tell me, Jim, you ought to have a high-end program, right? So we don't, sometimes we don't see ourselves. 
And so when this thing, and you kind of like push back, say, okay, we'll keep doing this. And then this lady just gave you this huge sum of money, (laughs) which, which I think there's more to be had, but we won't dissect all that here live on the radio. But anyway, um, it really opened your eyes, right? And so much so that you sold two, three, four, five, I think six so far, six or seven, I think. Seven now. So seven. And so what we're doing now is figuring out we need to replicate Megan. So, you know, one of my greatest uh, memes I share all the time, either, you know, get comfortable delegating or stay small forever. So now we're building a team. So you're, you're the visionary. You're the one who gets all this done, but you're not the total hands-on doer, right? Another thing I would like, I would love for you to address 329. Ah, let's go for five more minutes if you're okay. Right. Yes. You're, you're okay. Of course you are. You're, you're semi-retired living live the good life. You know? So, um, one of the things we figured out was that there's a certain type of clientele that's going to be good for the high-end programs. It's not the person who's 19, no offense in most cases, but there's there's women who maybe it's post-kids or somewhere in that empty nester area who feel like they want to do something else, whether it's a, a, another income or maybe they want to finally do something that's their own and you know money's not so much of an issue and it's a perfect client for you, right? Yes. So it's that it's a, it's typically like a change of life person. So I get a lot of new moms, you know, they're early thirties and they've been in their career for a long time, or they maybe they have a small business just like my dance studio. And it's like, exactly. They are me when I had my studio, they, they don't want to just give that up because they built this, they have this expertise. So it's helping them move online. Just like I did with my princess ballerina dance program. The other client I attract is women, you know, nearing 60. They, again, they've had this long career. Typically these are business owners again, and they want to sell their business or, you know, but they're not ready to totally give it up, but they want that the time freedom that the online business creates. You know, you you can't replicate that leverage and time freedom anywhere else that comes with the online business. And so it's those people again. And, and for my older clients, I think there's that legacy thing. It's like, gosh, I've created this body of work over 30 years doing this at, in my local, in my local business. Um, but if there's a way I can make money, package this up and help other people, there's an impact factor there. There's a legacy factor there. In addition to, you know, that sort of passive income that's going to be there for them, even into retirement. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, every day I get on my bike and I ride out the seven mile bridge to where it ends, where Arnold said, the bridge is out. Right. So, but um, I also, because I'm not in traffic, I, I will put one earbud in and I listen. So this morning I was listening to an old Dan Kennedy uh, info summit recording and he had a bunch of uh, people who, who most of them I, I, I am friends with and they were, he was interviewing them about what the big breakthroughs were. And it was just interesting. I mean, I know this, but sometimes you need to rehear things. And he was like, what was your big breakthrough? And almost all of them, and I, I know it's probably a little self-serving, but they said, Dan, when I joined your mastermind, it was the life changer. Not that Dan isn't brilliant. He is, but he said the ideas that I got from the other folks in the group and all the, the accountability and stuff. And I said, it's so true. And I, I was actually processing and thinking of our interview today. And I think, you know, even before you met me, Megan, you, you said you worked with a coach who turned on this light bulb about your brick and mortar business and, and how you had developed the, like this genius around this, this marketing and retention based referral based program. And now instead of just growing more physical locations, you're like, let me help all these other dance studios who could use help. So that was the Genesis. And, and then you connected with me. So for, for the people who love watching this, these videos or listening to this podcast, they're always been on the fence about 
being in a mastermind, I'm going to, I'm going to pull my Dan Kennedy. What do you say to those people who, who still have yet to pull that trigger and invest in themselves? I mean, absolutely. I've always been one to have a business coach and be in a mastermind. And it's that combination because I do think coaches have a unique ability to see that potential in you and that next step in it's really like this shine online has snapped into place for me because this is who i have become i just didn't recognize it so the coach will recognize who you've become you know maybe you've been doing the same thing for 10 years 20 years 30 years a coach will help you recognize that and step into that new role as far as well as see where you're headed but then that that mastermind aspect yeah then you really can't replace it. And even if I'm not on every mastermind call, I always listen to the replays and exactly it's just this idea storm of someone asks a question, someone else will respond, which spurs and inspires another response from yeah. someone else. And you're totally, you know, it creates truly that mastermind and environment where, you know, the total is more than the sum of the parts. Right. So, and it just can't be replicated anywhere else, especially when you get a mastermind of really, really smart, experienced people together. It creates a snowball effect. And then, yeah, every single, I'm usually on a walk when I listen to those calls and I'm stopping with my cell phone and in my notes app, writing down every two seconds, okay, do this and do this and do this. And the ideas might be very random, but that's what entrepreneurs need that raw data of brilliance that you know you might be then walking down the street a week later trying to figure out whatever problem or whatever you're trying to do in your business and that's when that your brain will calculate pull out that raw piece of data that you picked up from that mastermind call or that coaching call and that's when you get that idea and that solution for what you're looking for you know that's that's so true and and you know there's never guarantees right so well what's the ROI for that there's 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 no way to predict that right um, but you've certainly done well with coaches. I was going to say, coach. yes, I, <laughs> I was doing some math and I think I hit hundred percent return on my coaching investment with you on month five. And I think, um, if I reach my goal in the next 30 days, that would be a 500% return on my coaching investment in terms of 12 month receivables coming, but with contracts. So that's pretty darn good. 500%. That doesn't suck. Now there's no guarantees. Your results may be different, but, <laughs> but the thing is, and, and, and honestly, I've worked with coaches and mentors. I, I'm very open about all that. And, and some of these people that have just pulled me out of my own way and helped me see things. Anyway, Megan, I I'm so impressed. And, and, and I know people, uh, that, listen on the monthly calls, not everybody shows up. We always get a good mix and so many people, Oh, I love the replays. And so many people are telling me they're so impressed with what you're doing. That's why I really wanted to get you on here. Um, I know there's some people that are listening right now. I'm not going to call you out by name that really wanted to hear more of your story. <laughs> so thank you for inspiring. I think you're, you know, you're, if you, what I, what I tell people as a coach, cause you know, 15 years ago, what I say, I'm going to be, I'm not a coach. I'm an entrepreneur, you know, a marketer, et cetera. But when, when you have the ability to coach other people to higher levels of success, what I tell people, fellow coach, I said, look, the paycheck doesn't suck, but what lights me up is when you get compliments like that, 500% ROI, and we're only not even halfway through our program. Well and, and I know and, and good. What, what are we going to do the next year? Good Lord. No, we're, we're going to figure it out. We'll, we'll go to a thousand percent, but it really, it really is. Um, 
it's it's a wonderful thing. Thank you for being so open about your story. I'm I'm so impressed, folks. As Thank so you. again, it's February 23rd. If you're listening to this in the future, so we're we're probably a little less than 30 days. Megan, we saw the book cover. How awesome is that book cover? I love it. Man, our designer just kicks butt. So we're really really close to getting Megan's book published. So I'd say probably uh, before 30 the next 30 days, certainly by the uh, March 1st, Megan's book will be up. And your podcast, I mean. Is that officially launched or where you're recording episodes right now? Um, in the next 30 days. Yeah. It's yeah. Not to put launched. you on the spot on, on live. <laughs> but so oh, we're going to say March 1st. Everything happens March 1st. March 1st. But, and the reason I want to make a point of that is, um, look, we can only cover so much stuff here. But Megan is somebody in, um, who at a very young age has done tremendous things. And I think one of the things that holds so many entrepreneurs back, especially young ones from accomplishing a lot, is lack of courage, or sometimes I'll say chutzpah or cojones, whatever <laughs> word you want to use. But she has stepped up and she like swings for the fences. She doesn't go for a ground ball. She doesn't bunt it just to get on first base. And so I've, I've hoped that her uh, story has inspired you and, and perhaps even motivated you to look at some cool things. So Megan, how can people, uh, where can people connect with you? Like what's the main website where they can uh, lear start learning from you and, and follow your story? Uh, shineonlinenetwork.com, um, unless you're a dance studio owner, princessballerinas.com or shine online with Megan Myers is my Facebook page. Shine online, Megan Myers and, um, princess ballerinas is if you're in the dance studio business and, um, the other one is shineonlinenetwork.com. Yes. Awesome. Megan, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Thank really you. appreciate yes. your time. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with superstar entrepreneur Megan Myers. I highly recommend you connect with her. We just gave you all the information there, and um, we'll uh, put it in the show notes, I think, when, when this goes to uh, audio. Anyway, you can connect with me at GetJimPalmer.com, GetJimPalmer.com. If you're interested in the Dream Business Mastermind, which would be an amazing, uh, amazingly smart thing on your part, <laughs> that is Dream Biz Coaching, Dream B-I-Z Coaching. Remember to get all my books at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and the iBookstore. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic video. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.